the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Friday night. <laughs> well, it's Friday night for us, isn't it? Feels the, like Friday. It does feel like Friday. It is Friday Eve, rolling into thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, indeed, rolling into Christmas weekend. I'm super excited. Has everybody gotten their Christmas shopping done? I can officially right. say I am done. You are officially done. I've got a few little trinkety things. Oh, by the way, thank you for the lovely pre-show Christmas gift. I love it. Thank you. We're going to have to share that with everybody a little bit later um, on the show, if you feel like it, that is. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and one one of the things I love about Skins is that he didn't wait to take it home. He didn't tell me, you know what, I'm going to save it and open it Christmas Day. He's like, I'm going to oh, open it right no. now. <laughs> Thank you from the bottom of my heart for the lovely, lovely thing from a place that we've been talking about. Oh, so yes, much. yes. So we'll share that with you guys a little bit later. And, and you know, I want to say, you know, I, you deserve it. You work so hard to make oh, the it's show. it's a pleasure. Love you, being a part of the show. Thank you. You work so hard to make the show. You're, uh, you know, good every day, and it's and it's a hard thing to do, and you just knock it out of the park every night of the week. So I'm, I'm glad. As do to, you, my dear. Thank you. Now I don't know who sent me this. Um, it's a what it, it it arrived via mail today, um, and it's a little toy gator, obviously for my boo, my baby boy gator at home. Aww. So whoever sent this to me, there was no card inside. I have no idea. There was no return address. It was ordered from um, uh, best uh, best pet supplies, and um, but it, there was no name on it. So if, you, if this was you who sent this to me, and I don't believe it was anybody in my family because they are all about getting the, the glorification and getting the glory for the gift. So they would have not left their name yeah. off. <laughs> if they had sent me this gift, their name would have been on it. So whoever sent this to me for my, my boy Gator, I appreciate it so much. Um, there was a, a, a Christmas message tonight delivered by your POTUS. Uh. All right. Yeah, we got to play that for you guys. But the big story of the day is really, and today is interesting for him. Why would he do a Christmas message from the White House on Thursday? Thursday. Um, that seems bizarre to me. And one of the comments that he made today was absolutely bizarre. Um, more bizarre to me, or maybe not, is it seems as though I saw there was a, a betrayal theme, a theme for my show tonight that involved the, the word betrayal. To, to say that the Republican Party betrayed us going into Christmas is an understatement. What they did with this $1.7 trillion omnibus bill was a complete betrayal. And we're going to talk about that. What other betrayals was, was there? 
Breaking news today was the betrayal by what was supposed to be one of Donald J. Trump's best friends, and that was Sean Hannity, and what he said in his deposition. And we're going to talk about that later. Brian Maloney from Media Equalizer and Stop the Scalpings, who helped save Sean Hannity when he was under attack, will be here to help us understand that story. And we've also got election integrity issues to share with you guys. In fact, Brian Maloney from Red Wave America is going to share with you guys what breaking news out of Fulton County in Georgia and the 2020 elections that's actually good news. And we're going to also give you an update on what happened with Carrie Lake. Speaking of betrayal, the betrayal of the election officials in Maricopa County cannot be understated as well. And what Carrie Lake got revealed in court should be enough if this was the United States of America to get that election redone or have her put into the governor's a mansion because she clearly won, as was stated in the court today. We're going to talk about that. There is also betrayal that that's an ongoing betrayal of our taxpayer money, our schools, our students and our nation involving our schools. And Bob Walters is going to be here tonight on a special night because uh, tomorrow night we're running special Christmas program programming as everybody heads off for Christmas weekend. So much to get into tonight. Before I go any further, you already know about my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. Here's my Christmas gift to America. But but more to the point, here here's the, the main reason I voted against the budget. Inflation. Um, as I've said before, inflation is, is, is ravaging the American dream. It's a cancer on the American dream. Mm-hmm. Gotta love me some Senator Kennedy this Christmas season. Uh, inflation, I think it was your man Ronald Reagan who said inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as a, or as frightening can't remember what the order was either it, it, that it was as frightening as a as a mugger as hmm i'm gonna have to think oh, gosh i should know this quote by heart i've done i've quoted this so many times on uh, as as frightening as a mugger as violent as an armed robber as violent a mugger as frightening as an armed robber and as deadly as an assassin that's what ronald reagan referred to as inflation and he was absolutely right uh, but the one thing that bothers me as much as i love uh, senator kennedy as much as i love some of the other senators and we're going to tell you which 17 senators betrayed the voters i actually think it was a betrayal by the entire republican party because they could have stopped it tonight there was reports that there was there, the Democrats were wondering and concerned in the House of Representatives if they were going to have enough time. The voting is taking place right now, but there were there was concerns whether or not there was going to be enough time to get this passed at this point um, before uh, by by the deadline. And that tells you that given the fact that it was up against the clock, if the Republican Party really wanted to stop, really wanted to stop this bill from from passing, they could have they could have stopped it. They could have run the clock out by doing like Ted Cruz did, just by reading the bill or reading uh, Dr. Seuss. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. We've got a caller on the line who's got something they want to say about this. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. Hey, just, just a quick thing to add to this betrayal. You know, mm-hmm. That uh, Respect for Marriage Act that just was passed. If yeah. you look at the list of Republican House members that signed it, Daryl Issa was one of them. Mm, did he really? I've checked the list twice, and he's on it. I'm not at all surprised. Um, 
Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not at all surprised. And I and I tell you, I was also disappointed. And it's because I mean, really, if you know, I get emails from Daryl Ice's office, and I don't remember, and I and, and the emails on things he's working on, and there's absolutely nothing that I ever get sent from his office that's relevant of any issue that we've got going on in this country. He's doing nothing to move the dial. Who was talking about Daryl Issa? When was the last time, besides my show tonight, when was the last time anybody saw him doing mainstream media and talking about the issues of the day? I haven't. True. I haven't seen him anywhere. Yep. Right. He's not doing anything. This is a betrayal. Um, and some. And, and I tell you who else um, betrayed us here. And uh, is and and and. and by the way, ISA is House of Representatives. He's not a senator. Um, right. So, but but he's not he's not screaming at the top of his lungs about it, is he? We're not he's hearing not. him doing that. Here's here's the twenty one twenty one Republicans voted for this one point seven trillion dollars, and it included money for LBGT community centers. It included four hundred ten million dollars to continue border security in the Middle East. It included crap weasel projects like some walking trail from Michelle Obama. It I heard today. Oh, oh, and and Mike Lee, yeah. Mike Lee tried to uh, attach um, the keeping of Title 42 to secure the border as part of the spending bill and couldn't get that done. So the Republicans voted for something that we got nothing in this. The Democrats and the and, and Nancy Pelosi got everything that she wanted all the way through next September, which is a complete betrayal of the voters because the voters gave control of the House of Representatives to the Republican Party and the Republican Party gave it back to Nancy Pelosi for up to another year. Yeah, I can, can I say something? Sure. I, I believe uh, the, the, the person that's done the most damage to the conservatives is Mitch McConnell. Because if you look at some of the stuff that, like, for example, there's $200 million to go after the January 6th people. He is personally, he is trying to shut down the, the conservatives. And, and mm-hmm. so far, he's doing a good job of it, unfortunately. Yeah, because it, it, it and and not only uh, money for J six prosecutions and, and and who's left to be prosecuted? Not Ray Epps, not Ray Epps who uh, did who was c- encouraging people. To, he was the one actually inciting violence at the Capitol, right? We don't even know his. We haven't even seen his closed door testimony. He has not been charged. We've got people getting years, years. They actually rounded up people and prosecuted people for a crime committed after the fact because after January six, they expanded the perimeter that was um, that was secure in order to entrap people. So in, initially, in other words, let's say you were within 12 feet of the Capitol and that was legal at the time. After Jan 6, they said, it, you know, um, that space was now secure and that a crime was committed. So, I mean, that you know, meanwhile, Ray Epps hasn't been prosecuted at all. This is a total sc- scam. It's a total sham. And they're, they're, And I tell you, what everybody is expecting to happen, what I expect to happen with Jan 6 is that Donald Trump will be indicted and they want money preserved for that and the Republican Party went along with it and why because they, the Republican Party the uniparty system wants to get rid of not just Trump but 75 million of his supporters and even if you don't believe that in terms of Jan 6 you got to see it with this 1.7 trillion dollar bill because they spit in our yep. faces and said yeah you were going to you you voted to give the house to the Republicans and demaga forget it um, thank you for calling in. Sure. I appreciate it. Um, I'm glad somebody called in and brought up Daryl Issa. 
Yeah, and it's, it's so true. When do you ever see his name on anything important here? Yeah, I tell you another area of betrayal in regards to the quote defensive marriage act. Some people are feeling like you know Trump uh, supporting. He he made a statement of support for the defensive marriage act, and I think that Trump um, is the kind of person that I mean he invited Caitlyn Jenner to um, Trump Tower. When um, when the whole thing about unisex bathrooms came about or gender neutral bathrooms or whatever, I, I think he is somebody that just doesn't doesn't see ultimately the problem going on here, because I think I think with Trump, he doesn't see the end game with the OBGTQ movement. He just sees it as what's the harm, you know, here with with same sex people getting married. That That's where he's coming from there. Right. But speaking of Trump, Steve Bannon um was trending because of some comments he said he made about Trump and the uh, this one point seven uh, trillion dollar spending bill that raised a lot of eyebrows. Please play clip one. Let me get hey, President Trump. How many of those twenty five of the senators that voted for it last night were endorsed by President Trump? Is right. President Trump whipping against this? He's whipping for Kevin McCarthy. He's kind of taking a neutral stance on the RNC. And we'd love me some. We love us some Trump here in the war room. We're, we're the core of the Trump of the Trump base, you know. We're the since he's never on Fox anymore, unless they're talking about his taxes, right? Or they're talking about the criminal referrals because that's all they talk about at Fox on Trump, right? You, you don't, he doesn't never gets a fair shot. He gets a fair shot on Warren, right. but hey, guess what? This ain't 2015, as I said at Amfest. This is 10x harder because they know what we stand for and they know that we're coming for them and they're coming for us. So right now, why is and I don't need another true social. Hey, about this. That's fine. Love to true social. Put the golf clubs up and work the phones this morning and tell these guys that you endorsed Caputo and Moran, all the all these people. Hey, guess what? I'm going to burn these. The, I'm going to assault the earth around your political career with the deplorables. Right. If you don't sit there and get in the well in the Senate and start chop blocking this thing. Interesting points, because I think that and, and I think one of the reasons why Steve Bannon and, and this clip was from earlier it, when, and it's too late for Trump to be working the phones and be whipping anybody on this and whipping, you know, is the the political term whipping, whipping up a vote like we have a whip of the House and, as well as a, a, a minority whip in the Senate. Um, I, I think it's I think it's good advice for Trump. It's basically, you know, look, there, there's people that you endorsed. You're the head of MAGA. You're running for president in 2024. Stop doing just truth social post and actually get involved and use your weight and use your muscle to actually affect policy at this point. Well, as you and I have said often, Andrea, not everybody is on truth social. Right. And well, not only that, but even if they were, he's talking about getting on the phone and calling up people and saying, if you vote for this. I'm going to I'm going to sick 75 million deplorables against you and have you primaried and your political career is done. That's the kind of thing that we need to be doing. There's no pushback. No pushback again. There's no accountability. The people that wrote this bill, the four or five of them I heard, they're all people that are retiring. There's nobody who should be on their way out the door that should have any plan, any any uh, pen to paper, any writing. If you're on the way out the door, you're lame duck and you should have no say so and no no ability to craft bills because there's no no way for the voters to hold you accountable. This should not have happened.
No Republican was willing to stand down there on the floor and stop this. I'm tired. Quite frankly, I love Kennedy, but I'm tired of the betrayal. I am tired of these Republicans going to the microphones and crying and complaining like Mike Lee and the rest of them. And, oh, it's 45 and Rand Paul doing a picture. This is what 4,500 pages look like. Well, why didn't you go down there and stop it? You could have gone down there and read page after page after page and run out the clock. Just one of them. Just one of them. And if this was really about keeping the government open, which it wasn't, then they would have just funded what they needed to fund of the essential people in the government until the next Congress takes session. I'm tired of the betrayal. I've had enough of it. And there needs to be accountable. And I'm telling you something else. I'm also tired of people um, that, that don't start seeing quickly enough who the betrayers are. Let me read you some names. I've been saying for a while, stop talking about Tom Cotton like he's some conservative simply because he won the un- wore the uniform. You know how much I love the, the military. I'm the daughter of two Marines, but it doesn't give you a pass to, to, to vote for crap like this and the $1.7 trillion. Tom Cotton voted for it. Let me tell you guys, you might uh, be surprised by some of the names on here. Blunt, who, who voted for this, Blunt, Boozman, Capito, Collins, of course, Susan Collins, of course, John Cornyn, out of Texas, Cotton, Graham, Grassley. Many people are confused and think Grassley's conservative. He's not. Hyde Smith, McConnell, of course, Moran, Murkowski, Portman, Romney, Rounds. And you think about Romney. Let's pause for about Romney in a moment. Remember Romney, the 2012 nominee, the Republican Party shoved down the guy, the architect of Obamacare, Thune, Shelby, Tuberville, Wicker, Young. But the reality is, is it's not just on them because there was none of the rest of them. The rest of them just voted no, knowing it was going to go through so that they can make a show of it and go home. Shameful. Absolutely shameful. Speaking of shameful, I think that uh, some of uh, of Joe Biden's comments today, at least one of his comments, um, that he made today in his in his Merry Christmas in his Merry Christmas address was kind of shameful. But I'm going to play it for you guys when we come back and let you decide. Stay tuned. AK Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's just uh, opening up the present somebody sent me for my boy Gator. Can somebody answer me with these? I have no idea what these little silicone, silica gel packs oh, are for. I, I actually what is the point? never knew for a number of years. Shout okay. out to my wife, Cammy, who provided me with the answer because she's a science teacher. Okay. And told me it's actually meant to suck up moisture in the packaging. <gasps> Okay, because to me, I'm like, it's so annoying, and it looks like a little pack of salt, and somebody could like... like to me. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that clarification. It's good to, it's good to have somebody smart in the, in the radio family. Okay, so you know what's not smart to me? Here, I've got to try to segue somehow to Joe Biden giving a Merry Christmas speech today. I'm not sure why he did it on Thursday. It seems like an odd day. Um, but, uh, you know... And you guys can, you know, call me and let me know if you think that I'm misinterpreting this. But to me, I, I just thought this clip that we're about to play. First of all, he said that he hopes the season. One comment he made today was that he hopes the season, um, you know, takes the poison out of the politics. It just his entire speech, particularly this next clip, just seemed to me so out of touch with the American people. So crass, so um, a, a phony and attempting to uh, be the spirit of Christmas. And I just 
found it to be incredibly narcissistic. Uh, Skins, please play the clip. So many people struggle at Christmas. It can be a time of great pain and terrible loneliness. <clears throat> I know, like many of you know, <clears throat> it was 50 years ago this week that I lost my first wife, my infant daughter, in a car accident. My two sons were badly injured when they were out shopping for a Christmas tree. I know how hard this time of year can be. Can we stop right there? So I thought the two sons were killed in the same were in the same car crash with the mom. Now he's talking about how they 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 got seriously injured out shopping for a Christmas tree. What? But then then again, we know how many time, how many lies that he's told in the course of, of telling the story about his wife and the and the car accident and the car crash that killed him. And look, you know, I have sympathy for anybody that loses any loved ones, right? Um, but it just seems to me that this man can never t- make it to the microphones without talking about himself. This was not a message that was really about the hearts of the American it about people. Him. It was about him. He recently claimed that he had given his uncle a purple heart at a ceremony. And the dude... Uh, and, and, and I think, uh, and first of all, it was a lie. Uh, it, the, his uncle had served and was not, uh, had never received a Purple Heart. And then, the, then he wasn't even, uh, I think he had died before Biden had, he was even vice president. I mean, the man, the man would climb a tree to tell a lie, as we say in the South, because he's just a flat out liar. This is kind of what the family members of the Afghanistan, the, the 13 military that lost their lives in the Afghanistan debacle and said the entire meeting with Joe Biden, he talked about his son, Bo, who died from cancer. Bo didn't die in, in the, the course of duty to this country. It's always about himself. I'm not even going to play the rest of the clip because you know what? It's, it's, you know, this, he was going to try to give the message that this time of the year is really hard on a lot of people emotionally and mentally. And it is. It's a really tough time for a lot of people. But if you're really wanting to seem sympathetic and empathetic to other people's concerns and what's going on with them, you don't do it by talking about yourself. And if he really cares about anybody out there and what's going what, what's going through, he would not be intentionally inflicting the economic pain and misery on the American people that he is. Every aspect of him is a complete, flat-out betrayal of everything this country is about. It's bad enough to have to endure him being installed in the White House like a piece of roll of toilet paper, but to have him continue to go to them, I, I just assume uh, that he just go away somewhere. Just go away. Why do we, you know? Why do we have to be inflicted with him on top of his policies today? He successfully sued the state of Arizona to remove the containers that the state of Arizona had put up at the border to try to do st- something to stop the the invasion that's happening. That's willfully, intentionally inflicting pain and misery on the part of the American people. It's no longer about America last. It's about the destruction of America. It's about the death of America. That's what's going on here. And for him to try to, to, try to play this game on the minds of the American people and on me at Christmas time, man, don't be, don't be trying to use the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ to try to play any head games on me. It ain't going to work. Okay, that's my message to Joe Biden. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue to talk. Uh, I'm considering it part of our betrayal theme tonight of what's going on in our schools. Bob Walters will be here to share that with you guys. But he's actually started to have more uh, good news for us as well. So you're going to want to stay tuned for Bob Walters. He will be with us next. 
Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I've also been eating a lot of Christmas candy. Uh, by the way, before we bring in Bob Walters, I do want to say that I am aware of there's crazy bad storms happening across the country. Uh, I guess uh, I should feel guilty that San Diego, uh, uh, my friend Sandra on Facebook tagged me in a post that uh, San Diego is predicted to be the warmest spot in the country on Christmas Day. Bob Walters, should we feel guilty that we've got beautiful uh, weather in California this Christmas? No, it's our turn to have something really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. You know, the people that are suffering with the cold weather probably aren't having to pay $3,000 a month for a one-bedroom apartment, okay? So we got to have something good, right? That's right. <laughs> All right, my dear. Speaking of good, do you have some good news with us? What you got for us tonight, my friend? I do. Something, a couple of things are really spectacular. A new university called University of Austin, Texas, has been created, dedicated to anti-woke training and classes for the students, has now raised over $100 million to help it set up full campus and hire the staff needed. Founded one year ago, it hopes to be an established, committed to, quote, freedom in equity, freedom of inquiry, freedom of conscience, and civil disclosure. It's it's everything that we would ever hope the university could have been, and most of them have slid into bad times. But this is a new one. $100 million already raised. Wow, that's amazing. That just goes great to show. Great news. That is great news. And this is what we. This is what the education system needs. It needs competition. And this is why the left has been fighting against charter schools and, and doing everything they could. One of the reasons why they shut down uh, schools during COVID was, and it had the, many reasons, one of which was that they knew that funding would be choked off for private schools and that they wouldn't be able to survive. And that happened. We had uh, quite a few private schools here in San Diego County that are gone on now because they couldn't survive two years of having no tuition from parents with no kids going to the schools. So um, so the left has been not, uh, doing everything they could to stop competition. And this just goes to show how much parents are desperate for a place to, to send their kids. And and there is Hillsdale College, that's true, but we need more than just one you know place of higher learning that's an actual uh, place of academia instead of indoctrination. So this is wonderful news. And right before Christmas, we needed that. I agree. Then you got another one here. Tyler Horning, a father, along with other like-minded friends, have revived classical education in a charter school that they have struggled to put together. For and it would teach cursive writing, Latin, music, and poetry, designed to teach the mind and the heart. Wow! In Plymouth, Michigan, is a taxpayer-supported to no tuition charge of the parents. It's a free school if you meet the criteria of forming a legitimate charter school. The criteria was designed by Hillsdale College, conservative college, mm-hmm. as a strict discipline structure and downplays the role of technology in classrooms. Not only is this class just opened up, there is now a movement afoot in Michigan for 50 other efforts to have similar classes and schools being built in the state. Wow. Praise the Lord. This is exactly what we need. I mean, I'm kind of, I got to tell you, I'm glad that I, you know, part of me is sympathetic, has some sympathy for these kids because I don't know if I could have ever learned Latin 
Uh, but because um, that's tough. But this is what we need. This is this is the kind of movement we need. And it just makes me feel good to know that there's progress being made. And that's why I'm glad we're starting our segments now with some good news, because we've got to make sure we're educating people as to what's happening so that they know what's going on with their skid, their kids. Um, but it's good. To, it's good to hear the progress that's being made in the right direction. And it's because of people like you, Bob. So, uh, yeah. Gives parents some good ideas where they can start everywhere, including here. Yeah. Okay. Then you get an Arkansas passed a law forbidding minors to have gender transition treatments. Then the ACLU entered the case and demanded to be struck down. But testimony from several physicians stood solid in support of the new law, stating that, quote, you could not heal psychological wound with cosmetic surgery, end of quote. That's very true. That's from a doctor, uh, Patrick Limpen. He says much such young people need therapy sessions, not surgery. And they all said children three, 9 to 12 should not wa- waive their rights to sexual and reproductive functions long before they even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you put it that way because, I mean, doesn't that just make it hit home, Skins? You know, kids waiving their reproductive rights and reproductive freedoms before they, they even have know no what, idea what they're talking about. They don't about. even know what they are. That's true. It's, <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, then you got... Uh, well, let, before you go on, I am flashing on. You're reminding me of a story I reported on last night when you were talking about how there's some doctors saying that, you know, you don't you don't treat mental illness by cutting off somebody's, you know, parts, right? And there was a story that I, I mentioned briefly last night out of the UK where this girl um, was going in to get a, a, a double mastectomy as a teen to have her breast removed. And she told the doctors that morning, Bob, uh, that she was suicidal and they ignored her and put her under and did the surgery anyway. And, you know, now she's trying to detransition and try to live her life as the as the young woman she was always meant to be. And they're just so they're just they know that this is a mental health issue and they're just intentionally ignoring it. And it's despicable. It really is. Yeah, really is terrible. All right. Then you got the academic strike at University of California system has been settled. It's been going on now for a month or two. And most students are fairly happy about it because now they're less fear about getting their grades completed for the semester. The academic workers will get a 66% pay increase versus the 100% pay, pay increase they had been seeking. So that'll, that'll cover the next two years. But um, you know what, Bob, but this is partly, you know, um, we I don't know how much was there was an increase for Pell Grants and other money uh, for students and student debt relief and all the crap that we don't know the extent of everything that was in this one point seven trillion dollar omnibus bill. But this is the problem. The problem is not that. Um, and by the way, if uh, I posted a meme on Facebook today that, you know, that has to do with the contradiction of 18 year olds are, are, are too dumb, I guess, to, to know what they were signing when they borrowed money for students student loan, but, you know, you know, little kids can choose uh, to, you know, transgender. Um, But but the thing is, is that, you know, this is why tuition is exploding because of the cost at these universities, what they're spending on teachers, right? Like Elizabeth Warren being paid $400,000 to teach one class. What, you know, what school out there with everything that you've been reporting, what school out there has a teacher that deserves a 60 something percent pay increase? Yeah, it's, it's not it's not justified at all. It's not justified, and then and then kids come out with these come out with this big debt, and they expect the taxpayers to pay for it. Yeah, and in, in when I graduated from UCLA uh, in nineteen sixty uh, sixty four, the tuition was only five hundred dollars a semester. Wow! And now it's 
$56,000 a semester. A sem- that's how much it is at UCLA? Yeah, that is how much it is now. Wow. And administrators and these high, like you say, high, high overpaid professors and... Uh, it's and they've got and they've got endowments, right? And yet, part of this one point seven trillion dollar omnibus bill was increasing the endowments at places like Bama. And I know you're from Alabama, but I don't think you, I don't even think you, a boy from Alabama, is happy that that they're dumping more money into the University of Alabama. No, it's not good. No, they should. I agree. All right, then we got some other news. All right, Ben Carson reacts to decision in Detroit from his hometown school. Carson said, it's unfortunate that political ideology trumps the whole purpose of educational establishment. In case you're not aware, Ben Carson graduated from this high school, and now they've removed his name. Despite him being an outstanding black leader in, in, in his, his race and in his profession, and they, because they, he's a conservative, wow. they want him removed and his name stricken from the record totally. So <laughs> So much for race justice. Well, uh, 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 how off the rails are we, Bob Walters, when there's George Floyd statues around this country, a man who held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly, but Ben Carson, who rose up out of poverty, became a brilliant neurosurgeon who was responsible for for, um, the the separation of, of conjoined twins. I think it was the first time conjoined twins that were conjoined at the head had been separated. And, right. and, and and he's not worthy of just his name. He, the statue should be for Ben Carson, not for George Floyd. And ben, ben Carson can't even have a name on a high school. It's just sad. That's just sad. You know, we need to invite Ben Carson back on the show. He was on um, a while back. And I just and, and he, I, he sent me his autobiography. And it was just he's a true, true hero. Absolutely. He really hero. Is. Yeah. He's a great leader that. His all these young black people really should follow in his footsteps. But see, they don't want to follow him because he um, rose up out of poverty through hard work and through education, and he doesn't claim he doesn't hate America and claim to be a victim. That's the problem, right? That's the reality of why they hate Ben Carson. Um, I think this may be a good time to take a break. So we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, and then we've got more with Bob Walters on the other side of the break. So don't you go anywhere. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. It is our Friday Eve because we are playing special Christmas um, radio tomorrow night. So this is my last night to be with you guys before Christmas. And we do hope and, and are praying that you have a wonderful Christmas. Um, and I certainly wish that my buddy here, Bob Walters, has the best Christmas ever because he deserves it. And we just appreciate you so much. You are just a, a constant Christmas present to us here, Bob Walters. We appreciate you so much. Well, thank you. Tonight, call sign Santa. That's right. His call sign is Santa. <laughs> okay, that's my new name. All right. Cool. <laughs> what I got a, some other news. Okay. The National Hockey League, they decided to put together a team of transsexual, transsexual men to do battle against a team composed of transsexual women. What? I don't even understand that. So, tra- well, I, I know why they did it, because they, they wanted to have the rule forbidding women from playing or men from playing in women's sports to be removed. So they figured, well, let's just, they, they took a gamble. They said, let's, let's have a team of, of transsexual men, which is women, 
play against a team of transsexual women, which is men, and see if how it turns out. Well, it turned out a disaster. Okay. 20 of the women, transgender, you know, the, 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 the women pretending to be men. Okay. Were in- <laughs> Thank and you for clarifying, were- because I don't really know who's who. Yeah, I'm with the way The way and they it, talk was, about this, themselves. You said this was the NHL, Bob? Yeah, NHL. They, they sponsored a special team, a special meeting, to see, a test to see how bad are the differences between the, the men and the women transsexuals in playing sports and battle against each other okay. in a hit type of sport. Okay, so the women who were pretending to be men, how did that, how did that work out for them? They, they had 20 of them that were injured. <laughs> 20 of them injured. Not one of the other side had any injuries at all. <laughs> I women beating up the women, men. They had, no wonder they've got women's sports set up as its own period in the schools years ago. I don't usually laugh at the idea of an injury. It's just the, it's, it would struck me as the absurdity. This just goes to show how absurd it's like a skit to me. I'm just visualizing in my mind this, you know, like a skit from Saturday Night Live because that's what this is. And I'm visualizing people being carted off on, you know, stretchers because, you know, there is a biological difference. Okay. Oh my gosh. It, they did have that on TV. The only little parts of it, though, and it was really a battle, and the women got hurt bad. So, so much for their theory. Wow, That's good news, frankly. Well, anyway. maybe maybe this will put an end to the nonsense. Although they're going to, cl- they'll claim at some point, and I think this, I think I did read a report the other day that the Olympics is thinking about having open categories to try to appease the trans movement because they're recognizing, like, look at that outcome there, that there's some sports to where it's not even debatable, okay, as to whether or not men should compete against women. And then there, I think there's some sports where they think maybe, I don't know, archery, I can't think of a sport, but maybe there might be a sport like archery or something that should be open. Open for you know uh, male male and women to play. Really, what it needs to be is transgender. You know, men transing to women have their own category, and that's it. And and same thing for women. That that's the only way to do it. Anyway, it's just craziness going on. It is. On. All right, more craziness. Mattel Toys, a massive toy company, of course, mm-hmm. has now promoted transgender ideology to children through its products. They now produce transgender. And gender-neutral dolls uh, for sale throughout the country. How do what do do you have you seen a picture? Was there a picture with the article? I I don't know what a transgender doll looks like. Is it is it a a woman with a beard? (laughs) I don't know what a transgender doll looks like. I mean, does it look like? Does it? You know, I've met and interviewed Caitlyn Jenner, and um, for all the work Caitlyn Jenner's having had done, Caitlyn Jenner is a man made up to look like a woman and it you know i i don't i don't know what kid wants to play with that as a barbie doll <laughs> well i'll send you some pictures i do have the article that came in from, okay. with the photographs okay all right then you got aclu of missouri has sued kansas city school district over its policy to automatically remove any books from its library that parents or conservative groups thought were not suitable for children and uh it's unbelievable i mean they they removed 50 books and ACU, ACLU has rushed in. hasn't been decided in court yet, but they're trying to get it decided by the state Supreme Court that this is illegal infringement on uh, the liberty of, of running pornographic books in school libraries for little kids. This is not an issue of book banning. This is an issue of appro- age appropriateness in, involving books. 
You want, you know, there's, you've got to think about the, the perversion that's going on with an individual who is rushing to try to make sure porn is available for children. Yeah, there's, and there's a whole philosophy of, of these, these pro, pro-gender kids or leaders, uh, transgender leaders who are th- saying that pornography for little kids, even five years old, is good for them. Not wow. bad. It's good for it's crazy. Well, we know reports of pornography and what it does to adult men and how it destroys marriages and they become obsessed. And, and I, as I've reported before, I, I read a report recently, a while back, actually six months ago, that the average age of, of men on Viagra is in their 20s because after so many years of porn in their teen years and young adult years, that they're basically rendered impotent. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's, it's so now, so now we got to go down to five-year-olds with porn. It's just another way to destroy the family unit. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. All right. You got school board in Charlotte, Mecklenburg, Mecklenburg, North Carolina, holds a closed-door session to discuss how to hide kids' gender transition efforts from their parents. <gasps> parents defending education are, of course, challenging this position in court. So there's a battle back everywhere. But that's it's the latest state that's got the battle going. Mm, well... You know, um, the 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 Marxist and you talk about this in your book, Education or Indoctrination, that this is about communism and, and, you know, ultimately how they're trying to transform our schools and that um, they and the communists believe that the children belong to the state. Yep. That's sad, but true. Yep. And the parents have no role. It shouldn't be play any part of it. That's right. All right. We got two and a half minutes left. Two, two minutes left. You got, I got a guy named Kirk Cameron who who publishes brave books. Mm-hmm. They're good about they're they're patriotic, they're Christian, and he's been trying to get into library story hour for kids. And he's been told that his Christian American doctrine does not align with their program for young children. Over fifty libraries have turned him down to have his Christian message in the child hour. Uh, classes in these libraries. And one of the libraries that turned it down was right here in San Diego. Meanwhile, they're happy to bring drag queens in. And um, it just goes to show um, the, the progress that the left has made and the, what their end and what their plan is and how the, it's just it's blatant out in the open now, how they want to stop any message of faith and family and traditional values and replace it with their perversion. Yeah, another final point I'd have is California just did early release of 7,000 sex offenders involved with children to reduce the prison population. The average transit time in jail for these these uh, violators is uh, six months, even though they were sentenced for five to 12 years. But they let them all out. Wow. I had heard that I had heard that that was a possibility. I didn't know that it had actually happened. Yeah. When you've got Americans being thrown in jail for trespassing at the Capitol, but they're letting child rapists out on the streets, that tells you everything you need to know. It does about the movement on the left. Tell everybody about what they need to know about We the Kids. Yep, We the Kids is a great organization, and all of you parents that hear, hear these stories, what's going on, help your kids get a good perspective on American history and something to be proud of and you can get the books and you get material from we the kids.us and contribute to them or volunteer in, in their various programs well bob walters we thank you we appreciate you we love you have the merriest of christmases three-star
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.